Welcome to the Awaken the Awesome podcast with your host, Olivier D. This is Awaken the Awesome, a podcast where we acknowledge that we are all in this together. Through enlightening conversations and personal insights, we like to engage with individuals just like you who show us how they are bringing a little bit of awesomeness along their individual journeys. Our hope is to inspire you to always keep pushing and to stay awesome along the way. How far can your journey take you when you make no apologies for what you want, own up to who you are, and lean into your own sense of purpose? Turns out today's guest just might be able to shed some light on the topic. Jonathan Perry, aka Jay Perry, is all about that and then some. With a love for music birthed from a very young age, growing up in his native Port-au-Prince, Haiti, Jay's passion and exploration of various musical styles were just a series of incredible stepping stones towards some pretty awesome heights. With the help and support of his family, as well as a host of various collaborators, from talented producers to a skillful management team, Jay rapidly made his mark onto the music scene, not just in Haiti, but abroad. Indeed, when your song, namely Décollé, gets chosen as the theme song for your country's national carnival, while subsequently ending up as a featured heavy rotation on an official Zumba fitness soundtrack, you know you're doing something right. But since there's no stopping this relentless achiever, is it any wonder he's collaborated with musical talents and titans the likes of Wycliffe Jean, Sean Paul, or Claudia Leche, or that his single, Bouger, was featured on Disney Pixar's Cars 3 soundtrack? I'm certainly not surprised. Say what you want about talent, opportunity, or just plain luck. None of it matters without that essential seed that all achievers know will make that impactful difference. The choice to believe. By all accounts, this conversation was a truly invaluable one, be it for its incredible depth as well as its impactful energy. And I'm grateful to Jay for allowing us this incredible opportunity to see the world from his singular perspective. So let's get into this. Awaken the Awesome, episode 139 with Jay Perry. Here we go. As I said this off the air, and everybody knows this, and I'm always about that. First of all, it's all about gratitude. Jay, thank you so much uh, for your time, uh, for your availability, because uh, especially in these very, very uncertain times, it's, first of all, it's a privilege and a thrill uh, to welcome you on the podcast because, A, first of all, it's always a little bit giddy to have, like, you know, very, no, a lot of notoriety, high profile, super international recording artists on the podcast. So it's a big deal for me. Uh, but, down to earth, uh, it's always important to understand that all we have is time. So when people choose out of their own free will to actually say yes into the universe and say yes, what if you all be on your podcast? And for me, it's always a very big, humbling thing. Uh, so I value that truly. And I want to thank you uh, for being here. And of course, uh, first and foremost, it's all about celebrating and again, congratulating you for the journey so far, uh, because we all know anybody to hear, whether fans or not, everybody knows and can acknowledge the true hard work that you actually put into your career, the accolades, uh, the recognition, uh, the features, uh, the, uh, the amazing, the amazing accomplishments you've done so far, you know, and you're still going strong and it's definitely something that needs to be celebrated. So you definitely need to be acknowledged for that. So really, thank you so much for being here and welcome to the awakening the, ha, see i'm getting all twisted up <laughs> welcome to the awakening the awesome so podcast much, my friend so much um i already see that this is going to be a lot of fun just listening to you talk it's like it flows everything you say is on point and i really appreciate the invite um and i'm ready i'm ready no now. problem no problem you know um 
I wanted to throw this by you because uh, very, as I, as I said off the air, um, and a lot of people, the people who are listening are basically know my style, basically. I try to come at this as ignorant and as naive as I can because I believe that's, that creates a more human kind of, you know, less unfiltered, uh, more unfiltered uh, kind of exchange. And, you know, one thing you said, because I felt just a little bit of content, we all listen to your music, but that's not really what I want to touch into because over the past couple of weeks or months, especially on your Instagram, you've been very, very championing uh, your own personal journey towards fitness and trying to get your health in check and you've definitely been succeeding. But one thing that you posted, and sometimes you just post stuff into the universe and of course people like, but for me, words have weight. Words matter. And the way you put it, you're basically doing a bridge uh, with your coach. And uh, how you said it was so on point. Now, first, I'm going to say it in our native, native Creole, and I'll translate it for the people listening. It's through sacrifice that we get results. So my first question, obviously, opening in is very twofold. So first of all, um, what does that say about the power of a choice? And of course, do you believe that? How important is it to take uh, take into account the sacrifices that we have to make to achieve our goals what triggered that and you know how important is it to the people listening to understand that you have to make sacrifices for what you want yeah definitely um well first of all to start i've always been an athlete throughout my life um riding bikes um riding bicycles riding um going to the gym doing boxing um doing boot camps like swimming tennis soccer like i've been really busy with with like health in general Mm -hmm. but that's that was more physical i had never done a diet in my life um i ate like whatever i wanted because i'm grateful to have a fast metabolism so in that sense i'm very lucky so i always kept a pretty much a, a pretty good shape i pretty much always had abs in my life um and then Right, I would say right before COVID, um, where we were stuck in the house, I was lazy, the gym closed, um, I was at home, I was eating, I was basically just slacking. Mm-hmm. And I had a, a good friend of mine, my coach, Alexandre Leger, he, he was the same. He was always um, a fit guy at the gym all the time. He loved, he loved working out and, and all that thing. And so he is the first one who did his transformation. Okay. So we were hanging out um, and by the pool and I noticed that he used to be more fit than, than he looked. And so I, it, it got my attention. And then right after, maybe a couple months after, he transformed his body completely. Like that? Like that. Like he did the, well, he's a, he's a trainer. So he mm-hmm. knew exactly what to do to get the results. So he went into his own transformation so he did um, his own diet, worked out and everything. So when I saw him a couple, couple, I don't know if it's a month after or a couple of weeks after, and I saw the transformation, that quickly inspired me to get back to mine. And now he's, a, like, he's like my little brother. And he wanted to pursue his um, trainer, like personal trainer career. Mm-hmm. So he didn't, he didn't have AFIT yet. Um, he had a, a, another partnership with a friend of his um Mm -hmm. way back so i was just thinking through his transformation i told him yo like you really inspired me to get back into work get back into the gym and get the best physique that i've ever had in my life and that's when he was like yo let's do it um so i knew he wanted to launch his um his afit 
So I was like, you know what? How about that I be the example of your first client? Okay. So, so to then, show the results, to, to show, show the results the to the public. Okay. What he can do. Um, so he got super motivated and I got motivated. So he was motivated to change me and I was motivated to change. So then he, he did a diet for my body, like specifically mm-hmm. for my body. Like he knows I have a fast metabolism. So he, he knows the food that I like. He knows. Um, so he did a, a strict diet for me. Mm-hmm. And that's when the choice came and the sacrifice came because I was eating um, no carbs, like no bread, no rice, wow. um, no pasta, uh, no sugar. So no oh, juice, intense. Oh, wow. no salt. So like the diet was like, it went in and strict, strict. And you know what? I, it was hard, but then I told myself, you know, if I could do that in a month, and it's something that I've never done in my life. I know for sure I'm going to get results because they always tell you, if you want to get somewhere you've never been, you have to do things you've never done. So that's when I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in a hundred percent. I know that he's in a hundred percent and we did a full month working out every day, full diet. And only on Sundays we would cheat. So Sundays we pick a meal cheat day. that we've been craving and Sundays is cheat days. So after two weeks, I was already feeling better and seeing um, the, the, the change. So that's when I got more motivated than ever. And then after the first month, I was looking at myself at the end of the month with the beginning and I saw the transformation and I'm like, yo, it's not over. You felt it. You saw it. I after felt a it. Month. I saw it after a month and I'm like, yo, you know what? I'm addicted now. So let's get better and better and better. So the first period, the first month was basically losing weight because mm-hmm. I almost if I vote, the abs were the abs were leaving. So then the first month was I would I cut down and I got my abs back, but I was very like it was definition, I was full lean, zero mass, zero fat. And then now the second month, and now I'm bulking. So now I'm eating healthy carbs and I'm gaining weight and muscle. So now you're building muscle mass. I'm build, building muscle mass. The, re- the reason why great. I gave all these um, details is because I want everyone to understand that when you have a goal, when you have that thought, that image in your head, all you got to do is do the sacrifice and make the choice to make that happen and come to life. And this is like, I, I'm the proof of, of my own choice. And you know what? Because there's so much power in what you just said, we're going to pick it off, you know, just trying to get your health in check, because I believe, especially in these times, as you said, with the gym being closed, and with, you know, all the different avenues that we might otherwise, you know, go to, to take care of our health, you understand that your health is primary. So already there, that's an amazing feat. And I just, just want to piggyback on that. Where do you think people fall short, not just in where, where they're taking care of their health or their physique, or towards their dreams and their goals because it's nice a lot of people are all talk but when yeah. it comes to showing up and doing the work ah yeah. you know i'm just uh, i'm just gonna i'm just well, gonna lay it off for a day you, where I'm do people fall short that question is is to me priorities that's where people fall, fall short like what are your priorities is it the food tasting amazing and you don't care about the way you look and your health and what's gonna happen so it's, it's a choice. Once again, it's the taste of the food 
or your health, your body. So, and a lot of times I feel like people put different priorities before the most important ones. And when I, the, the fact that I'm, I took a big break in the music and I'm mm -hmm. going to start um, releasing again. Mm -hmm. The fact that I know that it's going to be a new chapter for me, I wanted to start fresh. And there's the, the first part in starting fresh is, is me. So getting back into, into the gym and, and, and being the, the best that I can be to me was my priority. The music can come after, but my health is, is first. Thank you. See, there you are. See, because what you said is basically no matter where you go, you still have to deal with yourself because once the lights go out and the door closes and the lights go on, the fans stop screaming, Jay Perry, you still have to deal with yourself at the end of the day, you know? And that's something that's really part. That's why I wanted you to speak on that because that I know that came from a personal place. And, yep. you know, once we take care of ourself, that's only going to benefit the world. As you said, I love the way you put it. I'm going back into the world. I'm going back to new music, new chapter, and I need to bring a better version of me. That's well, amazing, make, man. I have to make new priorities. That's, that's insane. That's insane. Um, but how have you been dealing? Because again, this, this is, like I said, very humanly speaking, because again, everybody's dealing with this in their own way. Um, how, I hope everybody's well in your family. Everybody's doing okay. You're safe. Uh, no symptoms. Nobody, nobody's affected. No, I have friends that have been affected, mm -hmm. but um, luckily not me and, and no one in my family as well. So That's good. That's good, man, because, you know, right now it's it's as you said, you know, it's really defined uh, who we are as human beings. Um, you are either going to be revealed uh, as, you know, a better version of yourself or you're going to have to deal with the worst versions of yourself. Exactly. And this is a time where you need to take into account who you are. As since, a person. since you mentioned COVID, I have to say it was like a, the spice of the working out as well. Mm -hmm. Since there was a big um, pandemic, I thought that's the best time for me to get in shape and be healthy because we don't know when we're going to get sick. So better be ready and be in shape and be healthy when you get sick than, than already not healthy and get sick. And, you know, one one thing that um, just before recording, sometimes you, you have, you have to ask the question because with all that you've done and all that you've achieved, it's nice to fall into the trap of your own hype. And I believe that you want to keep rising. You always have to keep yourself in check. Like ego is always a very sensitive, delicate balance. And I'm wondering, have you ever faced that challenges, you know, along your journey, you know, just like, Hey, new release. Yay. I'm on, I'm on the Disney Pixar album. Yay. I'm, I'm Jay Perry. How do you keep your ego in check? How do we always try to stay humble, yet at the same time, keep seeking better and greater and higher? Knowing that there's never a final destination. Like there, there's never, there's never, it's never enough. Like there, until we have our last breath, we can always, there's always room for improvement. So I guess I always stay humble knowing that I'm a student for life. I'm going to keep learning every day. Tomorrow, I might be a big enough artist to sign an upcoming one. And I guarantee you, I'm going to keep learning from the upcoming one. So that's what humbles me. It's like, I'm, I'm not better than someone else. I might have qualities that another don't. And others might have qualities that I don't. So, I mean, we all have our weakness and strengths. 
and, and that's where you know through all the conversations that i've had even people um um talking to me offline a lot of people i believe right now being forced to deal with themselves because i'm very big about who you are and understanding who you are and i want you wondering if you can speak on that in terms of staying authentic to yourself because it's very hard and i'm pretty sure you know this in show business a lot of people try to portray what we yeah. want the public to see, what we want the Instagrams to be. And, you know, we have publicists that show the best version of ourselves. And that's okay, I guess, you know, for publicity purposes. But how do we make sure that we, first of all, how, how do we make sure that we don't lose, don't, don't lose sight of who we are? Because sometimes that's really, really hard. And some people, especially right now, I've realized this, have a hard time or refuse to look deep within and see, okay, this is who I am. And, you know, sometimes I better be that better version for, for someone else because this is what's expected of me. And I'm wondering if you ever had those struggles because, again, you know, it's, it's been a very long career and it's been, it's been an amazing one. And, you know, because you still have to keep in touch with who you are. And I'm wondering if you've ever had those challenges. Um, to be honest, I've, it's like it's, they tell you, love yourself. You have to love yourself. You have to feel good in your skin you have to feel good with who you are and what um and and what god has given you and i think i've always appreciated who i am and that's why growing up um obviously i was for example teased a lot of my height mm-hmm. um now I'm, I'm i lost my hair and i'm, I'm bald and it, it feels like it always feels like you know what like you said whatever you have you have to make the best of it Cause it's what you have anyway. So I always kept that in mind. And that's why I always was comfortable with who I was and, and just got to keep learning and developing who I want to be. And that to me was the most important part of me right now. Um, you don't always, how do I say this? Um, it's like, I knew, I know who I want to be. Which is, which is what makes me make choices of who I am today. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes total sense. It makes total sense. You know why it does? Because, because when you know who you want to be, you know the steps that you need to put forward to get you there. Exactly. It's like, take an example of working out once again. You take an, a before picture, mm-hmm. and then you have an after picture. But from the before, I know that I wanted to look like the after. So that was on my mind the whole process, like the whole way through, I knew what I wanted to get to. So, and that's not, that's not just about your, like my physique. It's about my personality, who I want to be remembered as when I'm, I'm not there, when I'm gone. It's like, it, it's to me, it's like a story in your head that when you leave, what do you want to leave behind? And that motivates me every day to get better because I know for sure that when I'm going to get like my last breath, I'm going to, I'm going to know that I'm, I'm out with being the best Jay Perry that I can be. Damn. So mic drop. Okay. We're done. No more episode. Okay. <laughs> ciao guys. Next time. No, because That's really fueling me because that's speaking so much to what we try to promote on the program because this, I believe, and I feel this wholeheartedly, whether through our generation or young, of uh, young entrepreneurs growing up Haitian and everybody listening to this, everybody wants to, you know, just to have that little reassurance that they're doing the best they can with what they have. And they're, what they're doing is not just wasting their time, just going to work, raising their kids and just being here. Because a lot of people, I get this and I feel this in the universe that a lot of people know that there's more to it. And it's people like you 
all right? Not just the stardom, not just the artist, not just everything, but the human being that you are. Um, that makes us realize through your powerful words that, you know what? Your best version, your best self is at the other end of your choice. And yeah. you have to, you know, just do what you can and do the best you can. And don't lie to yourself. It's going to take work. And I love the fact that you put that. And uh, what else question do I have? Because um, the words chase your dream is thrown around a lot. And it can mean whatever you want. For some people, it's raising your family. For some people, it's making a million dollar sale. And, you know, just you in your own words, because you talked a lot about visualizing, and I believe that. It's like you can't hit a moving target. The universe needs to hear what you want out of it. So talking about where you are now and thinking of yourself when you were 10 or 12, because I'm curious, where did, the music, where did the musical bug come from? You know, and just when you take a look back over your shoulder and you see everything that you've done, do you still go like, wow, <laughs> does that happen? <laughs> um, I, don't, I don't go wow, but I go, I'm blessed. I'm definitely blessed and grateful for my journey. Because you know what? I used to always, I used to always not complain, but think about how my journey was smooth compared to other artists that I know out there. Okay. And, and to be honest, I, I, I kind of felt bored about it. Like, it's like, I have no story. I have no exciting story. It's, it's boring because everything was, to me, really smooth. Okay. And then I read that book called um, The Storyteller's Secret. And I'm like, yo, what's my story? Like, you know, sometimes artists have, have stories of, yeah, my parents didn't want me to do music. So I had to, to get out. I had to grind. And then I got a job and I have three jobs and I have, and, and my artist and my manager did like some people have like stories of struggles they've been through. And yeah. at the time I was comparing my story to others and I'm like, damn, that's, that's a boring story. So then okay. I told myself, you know what? If I think my story is too is too like like a straight line, mm -hmm. I'm gonna make I'm gonna create my own story. Wow! And then I guarantee you that to me that opened the door because if if it's up to me to create my story, I guarantee you I can make it interesting. So we have we have a choice. Always going back to the choice. We have a choice. Yep. And you have a choice, and you can you can create your you can create what you want to tell people in ten years. Like, I'm going to tell the story and say, like, yeah, this is what I wanted to do so I could tell the story. And you know what? People don't understand because here you are telling us that with all that you achieve, all you had to do was make the choice and then go for it. Because at the end of the day, it's as basic, as simple and as, you know, elementary as Sherlock Holmes would put it as that you yeah. have to make the choice, a pivot or whatever, you know? You can write a song while running a nine to five. You can basically do a you know midnight recording because this is the age of of the internet. You can do re re remote recordings. You know you can use what you have to make you know whatever your dream looks like. Yeah. And you know what? You gotta but make people, that. <laughs> you gotta make that choice. But Jay, you know this. People are afraid. People are afraid. There's always like sitting at the edge. They're always sitting at the edge or like they're, they're peeking through the doors. Like, should I go in? Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe close to kind of could be. And then like, yeah. you know, uh, negative dialogue sets in. Yeah. How did you fight that? Um, it's, it's like, it's like, I don't know if Steve Harvey, I, I think said that in a speech, you have to jump at some point you have to jump. 
<laughs> you have to jump into the right thing. Like the, what you feel that what your gut, fe- you know, when you have a gut feeling that says it's the right thing, but you're scared of mm-hmm. failure. You're scared that things might not go how you, you expected or how you want it to be. So that's what makes you afraid is afraid. Of, you're, we're all afraid of failure. So you have to just know that it's what you love and jump and hope that you loved it enough for it to work. I was go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. I was in, when I, when I graduated high school, I went to, I always made music, but I never thought my parents would um, agree to it being a career choice. So I decided to, that music would be my hobby and graphic design would be my career. So I went to, I went to college in Miami international university of art and design. Mm -hmm. I did two years of graphic design and then I made a choice. I'm like, I want to make music for the rest of my life. And I didn't feel like, I didn't feel that way for graphic design. So if I had kept going with graphic design, I would have been, um, I I was in class or doing logos and I would, I would have been thinking of music. So I made that choice of flipping it. Music is what I want to do for the rest of my life, regardless of success, regardless if I make it or not, I'm going to be making music for the rest of my life. So there you go. I told my parents, music is what I want to do. And I made that choice. And my parents are like, well, you know what, if that's what you want to do, go for it. But we're not paying college for you anymore. (laughs) 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 Sounds so familiar. Yeah. So my parents were like, you know what, we're, we're not like you're, we, we agree with you. If that's what you want to do, we'll support you, but you're on your own basically. So I, I, I left Miami. I I went back to Haiti. So there's your story right there. You wrote your story. See, there's that story. Yeah. My parents rejected my going for music. There you go. (laughs) No, I can't say they rejected because I never asked. So my my mom wanted me to finish. It was Mm -hmm. a three year program. I did two. Okay. So my mom wanted me to just finish my, my program and, and have a diploma. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was just like, you know what? If, if you know that's not what you want to do. Or what should I keep paying? Or money. Yeah. So, don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. So I went back to Haiti and that's, that's, that was my choice. That's when I started making music. I was doing commercials. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember doing my first jingle was Bob McCool. And I got paid 500 bucks. <laughs> Big money. Yeah. So, so basically when I, when I quit college, went back to Haiti, started doing music, I was already, I started making money. It's not like Mm -hmm. I was, I was struggling Mm -hmm. Um, and people liked my jingles. So I got offers doing, started doing jingles first and then released my first single with Bowley Records. And that's when Carl Fred Bielman is like, you know what? I believe in your talent and I want to produce you. So I signed with Bowley Records and we did all that we did um, to this day. Wow. Wow. And you know what? What does that say about, you know, not just surrounding yourself with the right people, but what does that say about the power of just support, a kind word, a kind thought, a thumbs up, or just hearing from someone else? Even though you're just working into the universe, you're just toiling away and just, you know, producing and recording and everything. But when you hear someone tell you out of nowhere, totally unbiased, I believe in you, you can do this. You have what it takes and I will see you go far. What does that say about positive reinforcement as opposed to just negative toxicity? What we tell ourselves and what we hear from other people has a tremendous impact on our journey, doesn't it? 
Definitely. And that's why we shouldn't lie to others. Like if, if someone like, I wouldn't want to give false hope. If, if you, if you, if you honestly think that someone doesn't have it, for example, you don't necessarily have to tell them, but giving a lie also can lead someone to a false, um, false journey. So the fact that most, I, I, I don't take um, compliments from anyone the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there are certain people who give you compliments. It's appreciated. Mm-hmm. And there are certain people that give you compliments and they mean way more. So when I got compliments and, and positive um, feedback from certain people, that's when I told myself, you know what? Like, for example, if this guy can tell me this and that, this and that, that means something. So I'm going to, I'm going to follow it. If that person, that specific person can tell me this and that, then there must be something behind it. And that's how I was like putting puzzles together, pieces together. And that's the reassurement, the support that you're talking about that meant the most to me. And, and that basically made me less afraid to jump. You're going to need, people need that, a lot of, of that support. To, to know that, you know what? I have enough support. Now I'm going to jump. You need, you need that because I, I've seen this. I've lived it myself. You know, you can only do so much by yourself, but it takes a village um, and you can't do everything yourself. There are people who are just as, you know, capable. I'm sure you're a good graphic designer, but I'm sure you know other better graphic designers. And sometimes you just need to lean into your own purpose. And so many people, you know, talk about, you know, I want to make sure that how do I know that this is what I'm meant to do? How do I know how the best way for me? How do I know what my purpose is? How do I know what my dream is? Like, you know, okay, if your dream is to make cookies, like you said, if you just want to make music, make music. If you want to make cupcakes, make cupcakes. But if that's really what you want to do, you're not stealing money out of somebody's pocket. Do you? Yes. Do you? And you keep telling people that, but no, it's like, for some reason, they think that's supposed to cure cancer. That's a purpose. Well, it's not your purpose. Not and your sometimes purpose. you we, we go we go down a path that is not our own. And like you said, you know, lying to ourselves. And that can be very, very damaging, can it? It can. And it, it, it all goes back to the way you feel. Um I chose music because I felt I feel good every single time that I make music. So people need to before making decisions, you, you really need to to sit down and and know how you feel when you do certain things like when when certain people they cook they feel they feel different they feel good so they become chefs if you feel like you want to help people like do do something that has to do with helping people because that that's what makes you feel good people always have to to have in the back of their mind not just physically but internally you have to feel good and whatever makes you feel good that's what you do now, when you do it, you, if, if that's what you want to do for the rest of your life, then it's up to you to figure out, like figure it out on your own, how to, to monetize it, for example. Mm-hmm. And like, if I wanted to always, I, I hated school, to be honest, I was a really bad student. So I wanted to feel like I'm in vacation every day of my life. And the choice of making music and becoming an artist today, I'm in vacation every day of my life. Because when I make music, I'm still chilling. I'm making music. So You're doing what gives you purpose. Like what gives me purpose. I, I feel good about it. I never feel like I'm working and that 
oh man, I'm going to work and come back home. And so I don't constantly feel that, that negative damn emotion. Oh my God, it's the weekend. No, I enjoy all seven days of the week. And I feel like people should think about that way more. And COVID has helped a lot because a lot of people stayed stuck at home and had to figure other things out. And I feel like a lot of, a lot of people probably um, changed careers throughout the COVID because you had time to think. You're so right. Feel. You're not wrong. You're not wrong because a lot of people, as we we're saying in the beginning about, you know, just not lying to yourself and, you know, looking into your own personal truth and knowing who you want to be and what you want to be. Not just, we're not just talking about your job. Okay. We're talking about when you wake up in the morning and you look down onto the mirror, the person looking back to you is someone you're supposed to be happy to see. Yes. And some people are just afraid to just like, you know, they're just going to brush your teeth and walk out. When yeah. COVID forces you to have a forced timeout, again, personal circumstances notwithstanding, we're not talking about the people who terminally, you know, terminally affected. Obviously, there has been a lot of loss and a lot of sorrow. And, you know, my heart goes out to them. But for the people stuck at home and having to deal with their lives and had to, you know, as you say, take ownership yeah. of what they want to do. This has been a very sobering period, you know. And even for people who, like you, again, like you said, I enjoyed the fact that you said that we're always in our towards the path for growth, even yeah. for us, you know, for achievers and go getters, we're just like, oh, okay, what else can I do? <laughs> now that I have more times, like, what else can I do? What else can I do? Like, for me, I exploded guests, man, like, you know, I had nothing but free time. So I'm like, okay, let's do recording. Sometimes I spend like, you know, an entire day doing recording. So that's great. Um, you were talking about living your purpose and being on vacation every day and doing what you're supposed to do. And I believe that living in such an authentic way, you can't do that without having an impact. And I'm just gonna, you know, just gonna make you smile for two seconds. When my daughter was born, uh, I used to have a job where I had to leave the house super early because my office was basically really far from where we lived. And in the morning when I was taking coffee and my wife was feeding the baby, she would launch a YouTube playlist of, you know, recording artists, especially Haitian artists. And of course, every morning I'd have to hear ah, blah, 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 and <laughs> décollé, and qui <laughs> est And I'm like, I don't pay attention to it. I'm like, okay, am, am I supposed to get something here? Come see, is there anything else you can play? That's see, I had Sweet Mickey growing up. I had T-Vice going on. My daughter has Jay Perry. So I'm just like, you know what? I hope, you know what? I hope that's a good that, that's a good thing. <laughs> bless bless the culture. Bless the culture because you know what? It's it's something that when it goes beyond borders, you know, from wherever you are towards the world. But the second one was even funnier. Uh again, that same office I was working at uh in the afternoon, um, because it was a hospital, and the nurses went to the basement of the hospital and they had Zumba classes. <laughs> I'm walking out towards the parking lot and I hear Jay Perry playing. It's like, how did the Zumba craze start? Yo, it's like, I'm talking about some podunk, you know, borough in Quebec, man. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is what you call cross culture. I, I love this. But how did that start? How did you become the face of Zumba, man? It's like every, like across the world, it's like you're on every single Zumba, like Zumba playlist you can think of. How does that make you feel just to see that you're breaking borders? And that's amazing. Um, Zumba was, I got introduced to Zumba by my manager at the time, Joe Mignon. Mm -hmm. and, um, and so they were good friends with the Zumba founders. And Edme is, is, a, is a, a Zumba instructor. Mm -hmm. So basically they had them listen to Décollé at the time. Zumba loved it. So Zumba put it in their playlist. And that's how 
then they they Ed May had them listen to to Bouger, mm-hmm. and so they loved it. Bouger wasn't even a, a finished song; it was a like no half, kidding halfway so- song, yeah. And Zumba was like, "We like this song, finish it." So I actually finished it for Zumba specifically. Wow! And that's why it's a special story, Bouger and Zumba, because it's like it, it was for Zumba, and and now that Bouger is in a, is in the the movie, um, Cars, it's, it makes it even more special. But Zumba was the first international door that opened for me because people from all over the world listen and um, dances to Zumba. So having instructors all over the world play, listen to my music is amazing because the songs were in Creole. So that to me was the first proof that language is not necessarily a barrier for music and for Haitian artists. Like people would dance to Creole music. All it has to do is the song has to be good. That's all. We had, we had the proof. We had the proof right there. And so, I'm telling you, I saw it. Like there was not a Haitian in the class and the ladies were just dancing and doing a Zumba class. And I just sat there for the entirety of the song. Like I'm in Quebec yeah. in some podunk borough in Quebec in the basement of a hospital. And I'm seeing one of our, you know, one of our prominent artists just impact people's lives and they don't even know it. I'm like, I hope he knows that he's doing great work. It's amazing. No, it's amazing. It's amazing. Because listening to you saying that is what we were talking about, the support. Like you saying that, no, like I know that for, I must be doing something right for you to say it. It's true. It's true. People who know me know I don't just throw Rose at the end of the universe because sometimes, you know, you forget that, you know, over all the accolades and the acknowledgements and, you know, I was, um, I was just uh, having an interview with Kelly with you just a few recordings ago and, you know, you realize behind all the fanfare there's a human being behind it someone who put in the work someone who put in the time someone who had to sit down and pour his heart into a song into words into composing into editing finishing a song for a client and that doesn't come without sacrifice that doesn't come without patience it doesn't come without just you know just putting your heart out there and when you put out a product which you are proud of and you don't know what how that's going to go you don't know how that's going to go but you did the best you could at what you had and again here you are still doing it and, you know, impacting a lot of people, making us all proud. We're proud to wear the flag and we're proud to support you and back you up. And that's something you need to be celebrated for, man. It's, a, it's a very, very big thing. Um, so definitely when you talk about the international stage, did you ever get starstruck? I'm really asking, like, you know, when's the time where you realize that, okay, there's a superstar in front of me. I'm like, I must, I've made it. Do you ever get that feeling? Well, I definitely get the feeling that I'm doing something right. Because through Zumba, I've performed... Um, on the same stage as Sean Paul, as Pitbull, as Wyclef, as like a lot of other big artists, um, Wissen Yandel. Um, so being on that stage with all those lights and people and everything and, and knowing that I'm going to be singing music in Creole that they probably won't understand, I, it's definitely mind-blowing. It's like, what's next? Every Every time... I do something that I'm, I'm proud of. I tell myself, okay, so what's next? And you know what? It's always like that because we never know, do we? We never know. It's all about enjoying the moment. Yeah. Because, you know, just, have, just being here with you. You know, just, just if someone had told me three years ago that, hey, by the way, in 2020, three years from now, stick it out. You're going to have Jay Perry on the receiving end of your podcast. I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what 
you keep doing what you need to be doing. And I'm having these open conversations. I'm, I'm receiving the truth and, and tremendous insight that you're giving us. You know what? Because people hearing this, there's someone on the receiving end of this recording that needs, as we said, the positive words and, you know, the strength to believe, you know, um, Les Brown, very, one of my favorite speakers says this all the time. The easiest thing I've ever done was to make a million dollars. The hardest thing I've ever done is to believe it could happen to me. Yes, I love a, that. A lot of people get stuck in there, Jay. A lot of people get stuck in that mindset of thinking that, you know what? I can't be an international superstar. Why would I be, why would I be on the stage with, with Sean Paul? Why would I be on the stage with Wyclef? I'm just, I'm just making songs in Creole. Nobody listens to Creole. It's like, why, why, why? But you went beyond that. And what can you say to people who are always still dealing with that monkey on their shoulder and just like, again, who refuse to just pivot and just like, you know, just, just do it. Um, I think it's people have to remind to not be too hard on themselves as well. And from time to time, give their, their self a pat on the back. Um, as small as it is, when I went back from college to, to Haiti to do music, that first jingle that I got from for Baba Cool, that was my first um, pat on the back. Like I did a jingle and I got $500 for it. Now, if that's possible, maybe making two more jingles is possible. And if I can make two, three more jingles, then maybe making a song is possible. And then you go, like you move really like slow steps, small steps, but every step, be sure that like your foot is there, like I'm going up. And I, that's how I've always kept going forward, like making sure that my steps, I appreciate them. And I, I tell myself, you know what, congratulations, this is what you've, you've accomplished. Um, when I got when I made my first album, for example, I'm like, wow, I just recorded an album. Like I have an album. I used to I used to hold um, other artists' album when I was young, and now I'm holding my own. So that's a that's a big step. And I made my second one, and I got Disney, and I I I did a song with with Claudia Leche, a huge Brazilian um star. Yeah. So that was another step. Zumba was a step. Um, all those steps that I've been making is I have, I can't be too hard on myself, man. I haven't blown up yet. What's what's going on. I want, I haven't made millions yet. What's going on. Maybe I'm not cup made for this. No, it's a process. And they, they always tell you, you have to trust the process and all those positive steps is you have to acknowledge them. And that's, what's going to give you the strength to keep going forward and, and achieve greatness. Patience into the process. Patience into the process. Yep. You are the man i swear you know our, our mutual friend who made sure that i that i say this really for the recording solara wanted me to say hi first of all and just to say from the bottom of her heart you are the nicest person ever inside and out and i have to commend her for that because I, it, it's a seconded seconded notion seriously jay i can't thank you enough for such an amazing energy and an amazing time i'm always respectful of the clock and i can't believe that we have to pull it short but dude Thank you so not much. Not the last time, definitely. Oh, thank you. It warms my heart for you to say that. Please, let's not be strangers. And uh, like I said, always an open invitation. Anytime you want to be back, we'll make it happen. Not a problem. But seriously, I'm grateful. And I want to celebrate you and honor you for everything that you're doing. You know, for everybody who hasn't yet, you know, heard any of your amazing records. Guys, YouTube exists. You know this? So, but seriously, buy Jay's album. But again, you are an amazing individual doing some amazing work. You are definitely championing the best part of our culture, of our music, with your own beautiful spin on it. 
And, you know, there's artists like you that I know are pushing the needle forward towards a better dialogue amongst not just our generation, but also, you know, just championing all the work that our forefathers have done and pushing the, a better image of what we're trying to promote because we're more than CNN and it's important for these conversations to happen beyond the superstar and beyond, you know, the features, beyond the albums. But it's really precious for you to share yourself uh, with us and I'm very grateful uh, for your presence on the program brother thank you very much for your presence thank, thank you so much you, because I have to say I have to say also that we as individuals we make a choice to to accept to work with others by the way they approach you and I have to say when I read your email it was a no-brainer that I was gonna have this time with you because your email the way you approach me and all your words we're very like I could see that I wasn't gonna have a conversation with someone that how do I say this? <laughs> I don't even know how to say it if you can help me. Like you know, you know when you're talking to someone fake. not fake, but I can I can tell with the way you speak that you have a lot of knowledge in your brain and I respect that. It, it comes from a very genuine place. Uh, when I approach people, it comes from a very genuine place. It's all me. And uh, again, it's all about it's having different. people that I really want to have on and from the entire curiosity and entire innocence of just meeting someone new and, uh, you know, just getting, getting to see the world, as I like to say, from their wonderful perspective. And for me, that's all it is, you know, and it really means but, a lot for you to say yes. I really do. I mean, that it means a lot. The reason why also I... I make sure to always tell other artists is that basically if I introduce you to someone, it's on you to, to make sure that that person wants to, to talk again or see you again or stay in touch. And it's not just the talent, it's the person you are. And like I said, we're, this is definitely not going to be the last interview because I respect um, who you are. I appreciate you. And thanks again for, the, for inviting me to spend this time and, and, and talk. So hope all is well. And definitely, we'll definitely make it happen. Uh, we do have a running tradition on the podcast as the final word. I'd like to open up the floor to the guests. You've given us so many gems, but it's just a running tradition, a kind thought, uh, a quote, a song lyric, you know, an inspirational empowerment, just anything that someone listening to this can pick up as a next step, a call to action, wake up tomorrow and take the next step towards their next okay, level. If I read it. <laughs> might, as, might as well. Sure. I can read it because I, there's, there's a quote, this quote that I posted um, today. Switch your mentality from I'm broken and helpless to I'm growing and healing and watch how your life changes for the better. So I, wow. I love this quote. Wow. I love Wow. Um, think, that was think a good about, one. Think about what you want, like how, what you want to do. Don't think about what you don't want to do. When you think about what you want to do, you attract it. When you keep thinking about what you don't want, then there's no, nothing positive coming. So that's, that's why I love that quote. Man, that is powerful and beyond words in terms of awesome. Man, thank you so much. Jay, where can the listeners connect with you over the interwebs? Uh, Instagram, your personal website. Uh, what's the best way to connect with you, my friend? Instagram at jperryofficial. Um, Twitter at J Perry official, Facebook J Perry. And my website is J Not a problem. We'll definitely put Spotify. all the links and all the, po all the posts on all the, all the, all the necessary links on the post. When we, when the episode goes live guys, my guest J Perry, 
world-renowned international recording artist and one of the champions of our music and our culture. Can't thank him enough for his wonderful time and insight. Be sure to show some love. Go follow. Go go download. Go again. Buy the album. Stream it on Spotify. Give us some love because he definitely deserves it. As you can see, he's not just a wonderful, talented artist, but a tremendously awesome human being. Again, guys, thanks so much for championing the journey. Thank you so much for tuning in to Awaken the Awesome Podcast. As always, available on iTunes and Google Podcasts. Be sure to sell us some, subscribe and give us some likes. I appreciate it. Five stars more preferably. <laughs> but as always, guys, do, say, do stay safe. Thank you so much, Drew, always, always for championing this mission. As always, stay safe, stay blessed, and please do stay awesome. This has been another episode of the Awaken the Awesome Podcast. We always love to get your feedback, so please do drop us a line via Instagram, Facebook, or email. Our email address, awakentheawesome at gmail.com. Do visit our official website at awakentheawesome.ca, where you can find our entire back catalog of episodes and incredible guests. Also, if you haven't already, please hop on over to Apple Podcasts and subscribe, give us a rating, and leave us a review, as this helps us tremendously in growing this podcast and spreading the word to more awesome listeners like you. We always appreciate your support, and thank you for listening. Stay awesome.